0: This is what it sounds like where I live. I live in the city of Los Angeles and like most people, the sounds that I hear on a daily basis are sirens and helicopters and motors and machines and music. Not sounds like this quietly running stream that I camp next to in the Sierras. But that wasn't always the case. A hundred years ago, one out of every four of us worked in some form of agriculture. A hundred years later, less than one out of a hundred of us comes anywhere near agriculture. We have lost our connection to where our food and drink come from. We haven't been paying attention, and behind our backs, our agriculture has undergone some horrible changes. Those changes have had devastating effects on our health and the health of our world. This is a podcast about starting to pay attention again, about reconnecting to the things that we've lost, about connecting to each other and to the earth. Welcome to the Organic Wine Podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening. I'm Adam Huss. And since this is the Organic Wine Podcast, I wanted to put the idea of organic wine in context. In the marketplace right now, when we buy wine or food, quote unquote, organically grown, it seems like the opposite end of the spectrum from conventional. The reality is that the spectrum is much larger than that and organic really sits close to the middle, dividing the conventional end from the other end of the spectrum that culminates really in wild foods grown without human intervention or input. Organic is really the gateway to a whole range of agriculture and viticulture that includes biodynamics and various forms of permaculture and regenerative agriculture. Organic is the bare minimum we should require of our grapes. Organic simply says no to chemical inputs that are generated by the agrochemical industry. Organic just removes the bad chemicals. But organic doesn't require anything in terms of social or environmental sustainability. It doesn't mean that the vineyard workers are given benefits and sustainable wages. It doesn't mean that water is regulated and used responsibly. It doesn't mean that the wild environment was protected and cultivated as part of the ecosystem in which the vineyard was grown. So organic is a great step in the right direction, but it's just the beginning. It's a necessary step to cross the threshold into the realm of healthier and more sustainable regenerative agriculture. The intent of this podcast is to see what's beyond that threshold, to let organic wine guide us into this forgotten realm of regenerative agriculture, where we may find things that make it possible to re-envision the wine industry and to renew the health of the world, not just from an ecological standpoint, but also economically and socially. It's a cliché in the wine industry that great wine is made in the vineyard. Ironically, though, most aspects of the modern wine industry point us away from the vineyard. We conduct blind wine tastings and evaluations and scoring that makes no reference to whether the wine was grown with poisonous chemicals and made with any number of dozens of additives. We elevate winemakers and sommeliers to near celebrity status, while our vineyard managers are utterly anonymous. We, the wine enthusiasts and makers and marketers, nearly unanimously demonstrate very different values with our actions and attention than the ones to which we give lip service. Is flavor the only thing that matters when it comes to a wine's greatness? Can you consider something to be great If producing it violates your fundamental values. There's a quote I like from The One Straw Revolution by Masanobu Fukuoka. And it's this, an object seen in isolation from the whole is not the real thing. If that's true, then it's possible that many of us have never tasted real wine. My goal with the Organic Wine Podcast is to promote the appreciation of wine within its context. Wine is an agricultural product. How it is grown impacts our entire planet. It isn't just trivial knowledge to know wine's backstory. And that's because where wine came from and how it was grown is not actually its backstory. It's the main plot. I love wine. I love its ability to start conversations like these and make connections between people. I love that it is essentially a wild thing surrounded by centuries of culture. I love that you can never really know wine. You can only explore it and continually discover something new about it. And I love the way a good wine tastes, of course. But the truth is that I love nature more. I love human wellness more. And if producing and consuming wine hurts nature or human wellness, which really are inextricable, then I want to find a better way to include wine in human culture. Organic wine is just the beginning. It's an exciting and important time to care about organic wine. We're at the beginning of a renaissance of regenerative viticulture and organic values in general. There are a lot of brilliant people doing exciting, progressive things in the wine industry and all agriculture. In little pockets around the nation, things are growing, things are happening, things are percolating. And it's really exciting. I can't wait to share some of those things in this podcast. And we're going to meet some of those people, too. This organic renaissance is happening, though, because we are and have been reaping the consequences of decades of bad agriculture. Conventional industrial agriculture over the last hundred years has led to poisoned waterways, desertification, degraded soils, the collapse of insect and pollinator populations, as well as rise in health issues for our population and global warming. In 2017, in California, there were almost 600,000 acres of land devoted to vineyards for wine. Of that 600,000 acres, just over 12,000 were farmed organically. That's less than 3%. If this podcast can help in any way to spread information that helps increase that percentage, I'll die a happy man. But it won't happen without you. You there listening to this podcast you are the future of organic and regenerative viticulture you have incredible power to make change happen because your daily consumption choices literally shape the world the world we've been creating ain't great but we can make better choices how we do that and what some of those choices can be is what i hope to explore on the organic wine podcast So I hope you'll subscribe, give me feedback, and tell others about it. And most of all, I hope you enjoy and find your perspective getting bigger and brighter. There is hope, and there are things that we can do. The first and easiest and perhaps most enjoyable thing that we can do is buy wine that was grown, at a minimum, organically. So grab a bottle, and let's dig in! Oh, and speaking of backstories, here's a little bit about me. I've been making wine, writing about wine, studying for wine certifications, judging wine competitions, and basically geeking out about wine for well over a decade. It's a long time now that I think about it. I have little lapel pins from both WSET and the Court of Master Sommeliers, which I appreciate almost as much as my rainbow LAFC lapel pin. I live in one of the best neighborhoods in the world in South Los Angeles, where I grow a front yard experimental vineyard from which I make wine, as well as vegetable gardens, fruit, and nut trees. Uh, I'm learning how to grow an edible landscape and basically do permaculture plus a little. Um, I keep chickens and provide affordable housing for wild bees. Their rent is basically a bit of honey during the flowering season. And, uh,. I keep a wild kitten that we found in the backyard one spring and allowed to come into our home covered with fleas and now we can't get rid of him and we wouldn't want to in 2019 with my wife Wendy who is a librarian for the city of Los Angeles I started a winery Uh, every wine that we make is made with grapes that were grown at a minimum organically and we list every ingredient added on the bottle Uh, Our winery brand is Centralis. that's C-E-N-T-R-A-L-A-S, like a mashup of Central L.A. South, or Central as F without the F. You can check out my organic wine blog, sign up for our wine email list, and soon buy our wine at centraliswine.com. Fun fact, there are two other Adam Husses in the Los Angeles area. One of them is an actor who you might have seen as a regular on the cable show Power, or more recently in several fun lifetime movies, including Mile High Escorts, which you can download from Amazon. I've actually gotten to know this Adam Huss, the actor, uh, by virtue of having the same name and both of us working in Hollywood, and I'm happy to say he is a great guy and is doing our name proud. The other Adam Huss is a real estate agent in Long Beach, and I don't know him, but he seems like he's rocking it out. I wish him the best and would offer him a big hug if I met him, assuming we're allowed to hug strangers again at some point. Finally, I have been and continue to be a home winemaker in addition to a commercial winemaker. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, but if you get sucked into the vortex of home winemaking and need a lifeline, feel free to hit me up. Our Instagram is at centraliswine if you want to DM me. Cheers.